Princess Getaway by Earth, Wind, and Fire, which is, we know, Magician Energy, Gemini Season. Welcome to Branches Tarot and Shadow Healing. My name is Tracy Downey. I'm a clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient. I'm also um, intuitive reader, spiritual healer, and guide. And if you believe in coincidence, this is not the podcast for you. We believe in divine illumination and part of the great awakening of spirituality. So it doesn't matter what religion you are. If the divine is waking you up, this is the place you should be. Uh, good morning on this. What day is today? Wednesday? Wednesday, June 8th. I gotta pay my car payment. Ah! Someone needs to pay their car payment. So every time it happens, something happens to me, it's happening going on in someone else's life. Someone wants to go away, get away, go, let's leave today, get away. Someone wants to go to London. Let's go to London. Someone wants to go to London. Want to go to London? Want to go to London? Want to go to London? Someone's either from London. Someone wants to go to London. Someone wants to take someone to London. Two, 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 when I got that. But I'm also getting something else. Someone's last name is Burke. I got that name clearly. Someone's name is Burke. Um... I'm getting Dallas and I'm getting cr crossing guard train. You know, when you stop for a train and there's those crossing lights and things. I'm getting that. I'm getting that heavily. Dallas, railroad crossing, railroad tracks, Burke. Um, what else was I getting this morning? Yeah, someone wants to take a leap of faith. They want to just, just go for it, you know? I was out there for my walk this morning, and with Eloise, boy, it is hot. Even at 9.30 in the morning, it is hot right here. So now I'm going to have to dial it back and go out there between 7.30 or 7 and 8 because it's just, it's too, it's, 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 it's too intense for someone with multiple sclerosis. I'll put it to you that way. Um, but I went out there. And I first song I was getting was You're Making Me High by Tony Braxton. So someone is really in lustful energy. Someone is like totally in desire mode. Someone wants, like is turned on by somebody. They're making them feel those lovey-dovey feelings. Remember, I told, we talked about this yesterday under the strawberry moon. They're open to, being open to love. But that's a lustful energy. So that was the first thing I was getting. So okay, someone's in lust so or attracted to someone. And then as I was walking a little further and more, and then I was getting it when they were saying, you're making me high. I was like, okay, either someone's high on life, someone's ascending, or somebody is like literally high. And then I saw butterfly, which means transformation. So that means that someone isn't getting high literally. So it means that uh, someone's getting high off their ascension and feeling good about themselves. And that's a good thing. Transformation is always important because when you get transformation with the butterfly, it's more about letting go of the past and, you know, focusing on you on the present moment. And that's really healthy. Confirmation from the universe. So as I was walking more and still getting hot, I kept seeing grasshoppers and crickets. So something, someone's really lucky and taking a leap of faith. Keep taking a leap of faith, you know. Then I got Leo energy. You make me feel like dancing. I want to dance the night away. You make me so I'm dancing with my dragonflies out there. You know, we're out there. We're strolling that, you know, that little yellow brick road type thing. <laughs> we're walking. 
fucking getting, we're exercising, we're moving the arms and stuff. And I was like, let's go dancing, let's go dancing, you know. Saw a black dragonfly, which means great awakening, because you mean you're being spiritually in tune with the universe. I always try to say good morning to all of the all of living things that come around me when I am on my journey and my walk because they want to say hello to me. They love me and I love them. So I make a point to try to do that and say hello and uh, touch the leaves and touch the tree branches because I feel connected to the tree. And more importantly, it just keeps you grounded to let you know that you're connected with nature. And when you have that natural balance, your energy is needed just as much in those parks just as much in those gardens as you're getting from them they're receiving from you don't neglect your gardens they love it when you talk to them they love it when you touch their leaves they love it because there's spirits that energy that lives in all living things including the lord so it's really important to do that bass is walking I was like, okay, it's getting really, really hot. I'm like, and then I forgot my sunglasses. So someone's going to lose their sunglasses. So don't forget your sunglasses are either left on the counter or they are left on in your car. Left them in the car. Um, what else? What else was I getting? Um, we'll get to the reading in just a moment. I just want to get these messages out. Yeah, so someone is like in their hot feelings, you know, for someone. They really like them. And then, um, but I kept saying to the universe, I kept saying, I don't see no cups. I'm not seeing any cup energy. I'm seeing hot, heat, saying be peaceful, be at peace, release the past and keep moving forward. Focusing on your healing, but it's saying, I'm, I'm, I wasn't seeing any cups. And then I got the song by Keeping It To Myself by Average White Ben. That's why I'm keeping it to myself. They're afraid to reveal how they feel. So that would be King of Cups right there. They don't reveal how they feel. They try to show it in certain ways. They're trying to show it as being a friend. They show it as they're trying to be, you know, um, attentive, caring, listening, you know. Because that's how good friendships start when you're there for each other in times of need. And, you know... But also because you're being supportive. You're not rescuing them. You're just being supportive. Because that's what friends want. These sounding boards. But you have to have a give or take. That's with every relationship. That's not even just with your romantic ones. That's with your platonic ones as well. If you're the one that's doing all the talking all the time, the friend's going to get tired of talking to you because all you're doing is draining their energy. And when you get to that point, you're like, you know what, I can't do this no more. I'm sorry. Or, or you just say... Oh, that's nice. I can go. I'll take care. I'll, I'll talk to you later. And if they, they say, well, there's something I said, you can be completely honest and tell them what's happening. And if they trust you and love you as a friend, they'll see it. If they're in their pride and ego, they won't. It's the risk that runs, you know. But don't ever be bitter when friendships end because they were meant to. That's how you have to look at it. it they were meant to. And if it comes back around, then it's evolved again. You know, new friendships. Because it's all about new beginnings. All endings lead to new beginnings. I did see a dead, uh, like, fairy fly. And that was so hard to see because he was metallic. He was pretty and everything. And he had yellow arms. Yellow arms. Yellow arms. Um, but that just means death process. So release past and keep moving forward. You're going through a transitional phase. And transitional phases are good because you need to embrace the in-between. And focus on 
the things that you're doing that are differently that you didn't do before and be grateful about it and then ask for, and lean on the divine to help you through that transition because it's not always easy because you want to fall back in those old patterns you want to say oh no i want to go do this yeah oh, no i want to do that oh no i should go be back to doing this you know it's important to break away for change change is necessary matthew mcconaughey spoke yesterday in uh, washington dc to a press conference and it got to me because as i mentioned on this podcast before I, I had a feeling he would speak out on it because it was his hometown that's that's the lord telling him he needed to do that that's why it hits so close to home because he is a leader and when leaders speak up against their own party a leader will speak up against the status quo the person that goes along with everybody else isn't leading they're sheep and the Lord knows this. That's why he picks people that he believes have the mental courage and logic and reason to bring people back from the edge. And that's what McConaughey did yesterday. He spoke common sense. I've heard people say that, you know, oh, well, an AR, you know, gun, you know, the Second Amendment has nothing to do with what they do, body parts and things like that with abortion. Well, you talk to surgeons and they say, you shoot a child with an AR-15 and their body's it's unrecognizable. And that's exactly what Conaghy said. He said the only way they could identify this little girl was by her sneakers. Her sneakers. Mint colored sneakers with a heart on them. That's the reality. It doesn't matter how much conversation or how much, you know, lip service, 11-11, it, it, it doesn't change the facts. It's a real teaching moment for McConaughey to be up there because he's not coming as Democrat. He's not coming as Republican. He's coming as a concerned citizen of Uvalde and a Texan who is also a gun owner. And I've mentioned this before. I took ballistics training. I know how to shoot a gun. I owned a gun. I had a 9mm Smith & Wesson. I don't own one now. I could, but it doesn't feel right. It, fe it feels evil right now, and I'll tell you why. Because the people representing the gun industry are manipulating people into thinking that if you don't purchase 30 guns or 20 guns, you're not safe. If you don't purchase this amount, that who's making money? They're conning people into fearing they're going to lose their rights and that's what the lord sees when you're higher vibration and you have a you you have healed your child wounds you don't feel that way anymore 1222 there's a conditioning that's been happening to the republican party for over 20 years because of fox news propaganda trying to teach people to vote a certain way trying to teach people to eat a certain way trying to teach people to what to like a certain way but they've only been doing it to get reelected. McConaughey said that. He says instead of doing stuff to get reelected, he meant it because it's the truth. A leader is someone who stands up and says no more. And down 50 years down the road or 20 years down the road, he's going to be remembered for that. I so wish he would have ran for governor because he would have made a great one. He would have. And I think that's what the Lord wanted him to do. 
The point is though, if you have someone who just backs down, do you want to elect a politician or a leader? There is a difference. There is a difference. So now these survivors of Uvalde are speaking out in front of Congress to tomorrow and today. 333, three. brave girls, brave children, 10 and 11 years old in front of Congress asking for gun laws to protect her so that she just can be what she wants to be when she grows up. There's 44% of the Republican Party that believe that mass shootings is oh well a way of life. That's conditioning. That's desensitizing humanity to the point where you don't care anymore what happens. That's narcissism. You see? Because narcissism is about a bottomless pit. You, you don't love. You don't care for things. You just do the conditioning of what mentally is being told to do over and over again. Because if you don't, you look like a loser. You look like a failure. You look like you're weak. You look like you don't know what you're talking about. You look like you're giving up on your values. You look like you're not a Texan. You look like you're not a Republican. That, 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 that. It's always if you don't do this, you're that. If you don't do this, you're that. If you don't do this, you're that. But common sense tells you you're not losing your gun rights. But you're making it harder for a teenager to go in there and buy two assault rifles within a matter of three or four days and kill 19 people. You're putting red flag laws in place because you want to make sure that anybody who has mental disturbance or illness should not have 30 guns. It makes no sense for a politician to argue that these laws are not for the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment was not about absolutism. It's a living document. You know why? Because we have spiritual people like Benjamin Franklin, and we have spiritual people like George Washington, John Livingston, Thomas Jefferson, and they wrote the Declaration of Independence. They were also spiritual. And they wrote it specifically to protect the people. Laws that are written cannot always be written to be not protecting the people. Slavery was one of them. The reconstruction was another. Separate but equal was another. People didn't want change with that either. And I'm not throwing that in people's faces, but I today when I was doing that walk in the hot heat, and I said this to spirit, I was like, the thought, I just kept visualizing people in the fields, working in fields against their own will in this type of heat, in heavy clothing, and not complaining and just working by the grace of God because of laws. Laws are meant to be changed, especially when they're protecting kids because that's what it should be about. So I pray with every fiber of my being that 10% of the center right in Texas crosses the party line and votes against Greg Abbott, against Ken Paxton, against Republicans that are not protecting children. Their lip service is one thing. I'm gonna protect children against those 
transgender laws. I'm going to protect those children, you know, from those liberals. But you won't protect those liberals or Republicans or conservative children that die in a classroom or are exploited sexually and trafficked on Instagram in the foster care system. What about them? Confirmation from the universe. It's one thing to argue that some children deserve to be saved, like, you know, children, the unborn. But I always consider a classroom like a mother's womb with a lot of souls in there, nurturing those children, teaching them how to become citizens, teaching them to grow and become independent thinkers with wisdom. Their innocence is gone now because they have to go through that psychological counseling for the rest of their lives. Can you imagine Ted Cruz in a classroom like that? He'd be running under the desk, scared to death because of the own laws that he did. He kind of sometimes reminds me of that kid um, in Red Dawn, the one that, Daryl, the one that turned him in, you know, for the power. He does not know how to lead. He will follow whatever because his child wounds. I guess he, I don't know if he was bullied when he was a child. I don't know what it was, but he can't handle pressure. He caves. It is important. For us to know the difference. So I just wanted to get that out there. I pray that people vote against and help children because it's not about party line anymore. It's, it's about doing what's right. So, and in Texas, we have a unique law here where you can actually vote in a general and it doesn't matter who you vote for. You don't have, I didn't have that luxury in Nevada. If you registered in a primary, you were stuck registered with the party. It should never be that way. You should be able to vote for whoever you want. That's why many independents couldn't vote in the primaries because they were closed. And that's the problem. That's why we get the incorrect people running because they will run because they want absolutism that they're not going to be challenged on anything. You'll just vote for them because of the party number. So why do that? That's like voting for F students right now, but because they're on the they're where the party line, you're going to vote for the party line even though they're an F student. Use your wisdom on this. You're being manipulated and you don't even realize it. So let me I've said my piece on that. So let me get back to the reading we're going to do. What else did I get? What was another song I was getting? Let's go with the names real quick and then I'll get that out of the way and then we will um, we will start up. Someone's name is Tina. Someone's name is Curtis. Someone's name is David. Someone's name is Graham. Someone's name is Gypsy. Someone's name is Barbara. Someone's name is Barry. Someone's name is Olivia. Someone's name is Jerry. Someone's name is Neil. 
Oh yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, 2222. That's every time I get Neil Diamond on any time of my playlist, that's the Lord, just like Al Green. Al Green and Neil Diamond, that's the Lord. So it's like, okay, Tracy, let's get it going. So let's do it. So this is the reading for June 8th, second in ordinary time. And we will be discussing the 10th week in ordinary time. First Kings 18, 20 to 39. Ahab sent to all the children of Israel and had the prophets assemble on Mount Carmel. Elijah appealed to all the people and said, how long will you straddle the issue? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal, follow him. The people, however, did not answer him. So Elijah said to the people, I am the only surviving prophet of the Lord. And there are 450 prophets of Baal. Give us two young bowls. Let them choose one. Cut it into pieces and place it on the wood, but start no fire. I shall prepare the other and place it on the wood, but shall start no fire. You shall call on your gods, and I will call on the Lord. The God who answers with fire is God. All the people answered, agreed. Elijah then said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one young bowl. And prepare it first, for there are more of you. Call upon your gods, but do not start the fire. Taking the young bull that was turned over to them, they prepared it and called on Baal from morning to noon, saying, Answer us, Baal. But there was no sound and no one answering. And they hopped around the altar they had prepared. When it was noon, Elijah turned, taunted them, Call louder. For he is a god and may be meditating, or may have retired, or may be on a journey. Perhaps he is asleep and must be awakened. They called out louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until blood gushed over them. Noon passed, and they remained in the prophetic state until the time for offering sacrifice. But there was not a sound. No one answered and no one was listening. Then Elijah said to all the people, come here to me. When the people had done so, he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been destroyed. He took 12 stones, 
for the number of tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the Lord had said, your name shall be Israel. He built an altar in honor of the Lord with the stones and made a trench around the altar large enough for two measures of grain. When he had arranged the wood, he cut up the young bull and laid it on the wood. Fill four jars with water, he said, and pour it over the burnt offering and over the wood. Do it again, he said, and they did it again. Do it a third time, he said, and they did it a third time. The water flowed around the altar and the trench was filled with water. At the time for offering sacrifice, the prophet Elijah came forward and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all these things by your command. Answer me, Lord. Answer me that this people may know that you, Lord, are God and that you have brought them back to their senses. The Lord's fire came down and consumed the burnt offering, wood, stones, and dust, and it lapped up the water in the trench. Seeing this, all the people fell prostrate and said, The Lord is God. The Lord is God. Responsible Psalms 16, 1b, 2ab, 4, 5ab, and 811. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Keep me safe, O God, for you are my hope. Keep me safe, O God, for you Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord, are you? Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. They multiply their sorrows who court other gods. Blood libations to them I will not pour out, nor will I take their names. Upon my lips, keep me safe, O oh God, for you are my hope. Keep me safe, O oh God, for you. portion and cup you it is who hold fast my lot I said the Lord ever before me with him at my right hand I shall not be disturbed keep me safe oh God for you Show me the path to life.
fullness of joys in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. Keep me safe, oh God, for you are my hope. Psalm 25, 4b, 5a, Alleluia. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Gospel, Matthew 5.17. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The word of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I want to dig into this one big time here. From the higher perspective, let's go up to what Elijah is. Okay, first of all, let's be honest. Elijah. Who's Elijah? Elijah's the Lord. Just as David. Just as Jesus. 111. New beginnings. Come down from heaven to teach what is important to know that the Lord lives within you. Okay? The Lord lives in you. So when Elijah comes down and he's speaking as a prophet, where is he getting all of his information from the Lord he says it right here and this is important Ahab sent to all the children of Israel children okay children we've been talking about children we've been talking about children for the longest time because you can't teach the old they already have set their tone and they've already revealed how they are they don't want to awaken until their last day on earth Children you can teach to evolve from the past so you are not repeating past mistakes because even God, okay, if you're at a low vibration, you cannot raise it to the wisdom of the higher consciousness if things are being misunderstood. So if man's misunderstanding what the laws are, 222, you have to keep coming back down to get it right so that the lesson is learned and so that people are worshiping correctly. We weren't, okay? Because he says it right here. Elijah appealed to all the people and said, how long will you straddle the issue? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal, follow him. And then it says it right here. I am the only surviving prophet of the Lord. And there are 450 prophets of Baal. That's the point. 
one true God. I am the first, I am the last. There is a prophet, or claims to be a prophet, in the Philippines. I think this was about maybe five or seven years ago. Claiming that he was the new Messiah. I know that to be false. And you know why I know that to be false? Because we saw the Lord come down in the heavens, 3333, the one true God. At the hand of the power of the Father. It's not the man that's in is in the Philippines. Because he's making people work in the field and give him money to live at the top of luxury. That's not how the Lord teaches. Okay? But people will believe what they want to believe and will follow what they want to follow because they think that if 450 people are telling them the exact same thing, it must be true. So then what happens? Oh, no, that, you know, I mean, all 400 people, they all said that this is all true. So, you know, this is it. If you're at a low vibration, you're going to believe the worst and you're going to believe something that isn't of the higher wisdom. There were child sacrifices under Baal. Yet here is Elijah speaking to children. Do you see? If you're at a low vibration, like people who are gun absolutists, that can actually ration away and say it's more logical to have an AR-15 that guns down children and that this is what God would want, then God needs to come down and teach that person. That's not what I meant. Don't put my name towards this. Because I don't know which God you're worshiping, but this isn't me. Do you see? So if you have, and he says, if the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal, follow him. The people, however, did not answer him because they don't know. They had no direction. They didn't know what to believe. So in this great awakening, we're not raising up a new God. The Lord says he's the first, he's the last. It's always him, 555. But he's going to be evolved through the wisdom of time because he lives in us. He's going to see human experience as it's been going on. So if you're at a lower vibration of wisdom, you're not going to be understanding of the new vibration like in the age of Aquarius. Reason and wisdom comes from pain. It comes from understanding that there are certain things that are not absolute, except the Holy One. And no one is claiming it's someone else. Oh no, it's Buddha. Oh no, it's this. No, it's the same God. But if you're following the Lord Ball, okay, but you're not following it to the correct form, and if you're doing it, if, if, if you have someone that's at a low vibration, and they're like following him, and they're doing things incorrectly, then the Lord has to come back down as Elijah, you see, to prep for the house of David, the one true Lord. 
So then what happens? Jesus comes. And he's talking to the people again. And he's saying, I'm not trying to step on the prophet's toes. Like what Elijah said. You know, about the Lord being the only one. The only true one, right? And then you've got the Messiah coming. But is it our Messiah? Is this the person? Hosanna in the highest. The people of Israel rejected the Messiah. It had nothing to do with just prophecy. It had to do with the fact of vibration. If you are at a lower vibration and you're being taught a certain way by so many Pharisees, 400, 300,000 you know, people or 450 Pharisees, like you have 450 prophets that were teaching about Baal, you're going to get the same result. So now we have preachers, even mega churches here in Texas, right? Religiosity is what they call it. And they believe in the Lord. They love the Lord. Yet they're openly sinning against the Lord's commandments. But they claim that it's other people that are sinning. If you're true to yourself, you're not sinning against the Lord. If you pay your taxes, if you're helping, you're giving to others, you know, and you're thankful for God and you have God present in your life, in your marriage and so forth, spiritually, in any form, you are not sinning against the Lord. And when he calls on you, you'll know it. Believe me, you'll know it. You'll get ant bites if you don't do it. You'll see ants on your walks collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. You'll see grasshoppers take a leap of faith, take a leap of faith, take a leap of faith, take a leap of faith. So then what happened with Baal was supposed to be the son of Tanit, right? El was the true God. Right? So, now you have Yahweh and Asherah. So God still has a wife. She just has a different name. And because of misunderstandings, and because I'm a jealous God, and there should be no other gods before me, even though he's the one true God, and people are misinterpreting what they see, what they feel, and so forth. Oh, it must all be myth. No, it just means that he's the one that comes down from heaven by the power of the Holy Spirit himself, died on the cross for the forgiveness of sins of the past, ours in humanity, as well as for all the gods. Because you can't create a society if the gods in front of you in Greece are operating from a low vibration, child trauma. How do you teach wisdom? How do you teach wisdom if you're doing child sacrifices? That's not wisdom. You're not protecting the children. That's why Jesus said, whoa, did anyone hurts these little lambs of mine. So it's really important with what Elijah says here, because he's trying to get through to children. He's trying to teach children because that's the key. Children make up, they will become adults in 10 years. And I've been saying this about here in Texas. There's so much child trauma in this state. In 10 years, it's not going to be read anymore because of what they have dealt with. They're going to be either moving out of this state or they're going to be changing it because of child trauma. Because of natural disasters, because of broken marriages, because of mental illness, because of child shootings. 
that's where wisdom comes in. 111 and new beginnings. When you release the dead parts of yourself that didn't make sense. You see? So we're always going to be evolving, but it's still the one true God. Because he's the one that was willing to be sacrificed unlike anybody else. He is the first. He is the last. Okay? So when you think about Lord Baal being the enemy of God, he's not the enemy of God. He was God's son. If you think about it technically, because El is him. Bible. You know, when we get L, L is the husband of Tanit. Who was L? Christus Serapis. 222. Who's Christus? The Christ. Now we're getting it. So, the only way none of this made sense for centuries is we didn't believe in reincarnation, even in the Catholic Church. We thought that it meant eternal life is after you die from here, you live forever. Yeah, that's reincarnation. But we didn't think in forms of reincarnation over the Old Testament, the New Testament, and now we're going to be doing the New Genesis. Because we have to come to this realization that higher wisdom is always truth is in plain sight. So if you thought you saw Loch Ness Monster, yeah, please, Asaurus. It was a dinosaur. Confirmation from the universe. Please, Asaurus is in, is in, his, in science. But creation wants to say, no, these things couldn't have existed because God created the world. Evolution says he didn't create the dinosaurs. It says it right there in the first chapter of Genesis. All the creatures living in it. 333. And if you follow in the beginning the Big Bang Theory, it is exactly like creation. God said there be light and let there be light. Boom, 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 boom. What we don't know to this day is where did God come from? <laughs> Confirmation from the universe. Bird flies by. Uh, yep, that's right. Because after you pass on, then you find out. That's the mystery of faith. In believing in what you don't see. And believing that there's a higher purpose. And believing that your angels do love you. And that your angels are surrounding you. So for Jesus to say, and I quote down here. And Elijah said to all the people, come here to me. When the people had done so, they prepared the altar of the Lord. Elijah, hello. And then you've got him doing exactly like Jesus down here. It says it right here. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets because he can't or he's seen as a hypocrite. Do you see? 
That's why Jesus keeps the commandments that the Lord God, his father, puts in forth first. It was the end of the ball reign because it made no sense. There was too much carnage, too much destruction, too much pain, not enough involvement of humanity to understand that greed, jealousy, hatred, envy, competition, winning. It was a dark cloud. You can't, you can't reign over something like that. There's no feminine energy. And then once the goddess was moved out, completely out of existence, what happened? Women were treated like slaves. Property. 555, expect the unexpected. And it took centuries of wisdom of the Lord coming back. And coming back to see for himself what the women were going through because he lives in all of us. Okay? Now, for Jesus to say, right here, Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the, little, the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven has many rooms. If you're at a low vibration, you go to heaven, but you're not going to go all the way up to the, all the rest of the, there's different rooms, there's different levels that you go to. Okay? And then you may be forced to repeat a new lifetime because you have to learn your lessons. That's what he's talking about here. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called the greatest kingdom in heaven, in the kingdom of heaven. That's the Lord. Because he was teaching everything. He was teaching the Beatitudes to be blessed as thee, you know, and to love one another. And he didn't, he didn't speak out against anyone, nor did Elijah, if you noticed. Why is that? Because when we come back as ourselves in a different form and we remember how we were in our past, you're not going to talk down about yourself. You're not going to contradict the people. You're just going to show a new way of teaching wisdom. And then they followed Elijah and they followed the one true Lord. And then they followed David. And then they had it and they waited for their Messiah to come. And the Hebrew people still believe their Messiah has not come. Yet he has. So it didn't work. Christianity was not about wiping out Hebrew or Israel. They're still the same people from the 144,000, from the very original beginning. That hasn't changed. Revelation talks about everyone, all of the gods. Not all the spirits are going to be friendly. But God has unleashed them because the time has come to teach that higher wisdom so that everyone can make the right sound decisions for themselves and reach that higher level of consciousness. That's why branches is so important. What Jesus was talking about, because it's about every bird of every color, every species 
in the shelters. So when you see every species, it's every race, human race and galactic. We should not be foolish into thinking that God wants us to be sheep. He wants us to become leaders, shepherds that teach his flock to hold the commandments and at the same time use that higher level of wisdom of common sense because nothing is the most important thing to God but love. Love one another as I have loved you. Teaching with parables because of storytelling. Because stories teach us wisdom. The lesson of this, you know, the moral of this story is. The moral of that story is. So what's the moral of gunning down 19 children? You hate the other child that did it? Or is the moral saying that 10 years ago something happened to this child mentally that caused him to go in and shoot up a whole bunch of children? What happened 10 years ago that got this kid off his past? That's what we need to think about. And how can we honor the children that have passed on or the people who die from senseless gun violence. Because it, it doesn't make sense anymore. So if people are going to still stay in that mindset that it makes sense to them of doing nothing, then they're gonna keep staying in that mindset and they're not gonna do anything and they're just gonna stay put. There's nothing they can do. So then you go to the children, like Elijah did, 111, new beginnings. And you teach them the new way. You see, we teach the children spirituality. That's the important level. That's the important lesson. And they're being led right now through pain and violence. A child will always lead us because they're innocent and their vibration is so beautiful that the wisdom from a child is priceless because it doesn't come with malice. It doesn't come with being undermining. It doesn't come with viciousness. It just comes from a place of honesty and wanting security and love. That's all. So blocking prayers of innocent children, God is against that and he's judging. So, we're going to take a quick break and then we will be right back. This is Anchor. You're what? Listening to 222. You're listening to <laughs> Branches Tarot and Shadow Healing. We're working on the shadow work as we always do here. We use scripture from a higher perspective to people understand. It's a level of philosophy and wisdom to see this makes the common sense because if you're living for eternal life and God has given you that gift from the Holy Spirit, then what do you think God's been doing all this time? He's been coming back down, common sense communication from Kit Skittles, to teach us, humanity. Who else is going to lead you? Who's, who's going to lead you? And then when the Lord comes to George Washington 
and the Lord comes to Thomas Jefferson, and the Lord comes to, you know, Benjamin Franklin. Oh, well, we can't have religions because, you know, everybody has a different one. Well, that wouldn't be fair to anybody coming to America. We're all about immigrants. So, no, not the one pure, absolute religion because God's seen enough of it. Who do you think invented the tarot? God invented the tarot. He talks about Egypt. He talks about the energies, 333. He talks about the emperor, the empress. He talks about not worshiping devils, not worshiping evil, but to see the difference and that the Lord is the king of all kings of the earth. He is on earth. He always has been. Getting large confirmation. Some of you are gardeners. Yeah, he's the greatest farmer. He's been out there in the fields the whole time. The dung beetles, the dragonflies, the ants, cooperation. Who do you think cultivates the land? We don't think of it like that because we just think God created a bunch of insects and then that was it. But if he lives in all living things, where do you think it came from? That's what we have to think about from a higher perspective. And we will be right back. Sky, brush and blue. Scarlet fleece changes hue. Crimson ball sinks from view. Donovan with Wear Your Love Like Heaven and the album cover is A Gift from a Flower to a Garden. Welcome back to Branches Tarot and Shadow Healing. My name is Tracy Downey. I'm a intuitive reader, spiritual healer, and guide. I'm also clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient. It's kind of funny. We were talking about Elijah, right? And the, the 111 New Beginnings. Baal, Elijah, and the Lord Jesus and one and the same. But here's the funny thing. I was going to pull up Elijah so we can talk about him and why he was so important to the Hebrews and to the foundation of the true God. And as I was doing that, I see this. Teen faces murder charges in connection to shooting death of a 15-year-old at Hamden Park. The 15-year-old's name was Elijah Gomez in a popular Hamden Park and arrested in connection to the shooting death near Farmington Canal Linear Park last month. Officials arrested 18-year-old Jenick Ward of Hamden Monday morning. Gomez was walking home from school when he was shot to death, according to police. Stay informed, of course, you know, save this, sorry, from Welcome to Break. This is on NBC News, Connecticut, Hamden, Connecticut. Okay. Mayor Lauren Garrett said Gomez was a very loved and respected young man. He loved playing football with his teammates, playing basketball with friends and being outside. 
His life was cut short by a senseless act of violence, Garrett said during a news conference Monday. There is nothing we can do to bring Elijah back. The mayor said she hopes to rest. the arrest brings a small measure of relief to Gomez's family and friends. At the time of the shooting, police say they received several reports of three people running from the area where the shooting took place. In addition to murder charges, Ward also faces charges for conspiracy to commit murder and carrying a pistol without a permit. Ward is being held on $1 million bond and is scheduled to appear in court on June 13th, according to police. Just after the shooting, the mayor said Gomez's death was a shock to the community. This is a devastating loss to Hamden and our schools. Tragedies of this magnitude shake us to the core as individuals and as a community. The loss of a life of a child is impossible to make sense of under any circumstances. The violent nature of this incident leaves us feeling vulnerable, powerless, and grasping for answers. Now, let me add to this, because clearly the Lord wanted to give the name Elijah justice in the energy read. Okay? Let's also talk about Uvalde and about a girl named Mia speaking out of what it was like during the mass shooting. This is heartbreaking. Fourth grade Uvalde survivor testifies that she covered herself in another student's blood to survive shooter. Remember when we talked on the last podcast, a couple of podcasts before about we were doing about Iraq and how ISIS was gunning down over 1,500 Iraqi soldiers trained by the United States and how they missed one because he smeared the blood of the person next to him on his own body so he could survive and they would think he was already dead because they said, this one's moving. That was because God saved his life. God saved this child's life so she could speak as a voice to every single child that died in that classroom. 11 years old. She says, small group of the Evolvi survivors, this is in the Texas Tribune, and community members who testified at a house hearing Wednesday, offering details about the incident and devastation to left those be left behind by Abby Limsting. Someone's name is Abby. I've mentioned that several times. Uh, she says here, she covered herself in another student's blood to trick the shooter into thinking she was already dead. That's exactly what that, that, shoot, that uh, soldier did in Iraq as well. Sorella, wearing a sunflower tank top and her hair pulled back into a ponytail, spoke softly as she answered questions for two minutes on video about what she endured that day in the classroom, just two weeks after she witnessed her friend's teacher die in a deadly school shooting. He shot my teacher and told my teacher good night and shot her in the head. She said in the pre-recorded video at a hearing before the House Committee on Oversight and Reform, and then he shot some of my classmates and the whiteboard. Cirillo was the youngest of the small group of Uvalde survivors and family members who testified at a U.S. House hearing Wednesday about the devastation wrought by gun violence in their communities. 
On May 24th, an 18-year-old gunman armed with two assault rivers entered the school building, killing 19 children and two teachers and injuring 17 others. That day, Cirillo said she and her classmates were watching a movie. Her teacher received an email and then got up to lock the door. That's when the teacher made eye contact with the gunman in the hallway. At that point, the teacher told the students to go hide. Cirillo hid behind her teacher's desk among the backpacks. The shooter then shot the little window, presumably part of the door to the hallway. She said the gunman entered the neighboring classroom and was able to access her classroom through an adjoining door. That's when he started shooting. One of the students who was shot, a friend of hers, was next to her among the backpacks. I thought the gunman was going to come and backed into the room, so I grabbed the blood and I put it all over me. She said she stayed quiet, and then she grabbed her teacher's phone and called 911. I told the operator that we need help and to send the police to my classroom. Cirillo added that she did not feel safe in school and did not want it to happen again. An off-camera questioner asked if she thought a shooting like this will happen again, and Cirillo affirmantly nodded. She was calm and quiet. She didn't cry. But some of the adults from Uvalde who testified wept before the committee, including her father, Miguel Cirillo, who traveled to Washington to testify in person. I come because I have lost my baby girl, but she's not the same baby girl I used to play with, he added, adding that schools are not safe anymore. Kimberly Rubio, a local newspaper reporter, the mother of 10-year-old Lexi Rubio, who died that day, describing dropping her children off at the school and attending end-of-school-year award ceremonies that morning. She saw her daughter with the Good Citizen Award and recognized for earning straight A's over the school year. She and her husband photographed their daughter with her teacher, not realizing it was the last time they would take pictures of their daughter. Rubio and her husband, Felix, there's the name Felix. I was doing Felix yesterday. Then promised their daughter ice cream. That explains why I wanted ice cream today. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. Uh, that evening for academic achievements, we told her we loved her and we would pick her up after school. Kimberly Rubio said, I can still see her walking with us toward the exit. I left my daughter at that school and that decision will haunt me for the rest of my life. She called for a ban on assault rifles, high capacity magazines, raising the age to purchase certain guns, keeping guns out of the hands of people deemed to be a risk to themselves or others, stronger background checks, and to repeal gun manufacturers' immunity from liability. We understand for some reason to some people, to people with money, to people who fund political campaigns that guns are more important than children. So at this moment, we ask for progress. Dr. Roy Guerrero, pediatrician, Uvalde native and graduate of Robb Elementary School, described in the hearing room his encounter with the bodies of the two deceased children that arrived at his hospital. The children's bodies were pulverized, decapitated, ripped apart. The bullets did so much damage that their bodies, that the only clue as to identities was a blood splattered cartoon clothes still clinging to them, clinging for life and finding none. He added that he and the other hospital personnel braced that day for an onslaught of carnage, but it never came because so many of the victims were already dead. What is the purpose of having a gun that leaves somebody so pulverized that they can't even have an open casket? We are outnumbering the good guys. This is how evil plays in. It doesn't feel right for me to own a gun right now. 
Not because I fear to shoot it, because I know how to do that. I took defense classes with it because being a sexual assault victim or a survivor, you take those steps to empower yourself. Plus, I've had police officers in my family. I wanted to know what it was like, and I like target shooting. But I don't want to contribute to a law that's in place that makes it easier for children to get their hands on it, to go to a classroom when kids are watching Lilo and Stitch and aren't going to come home the next day. I think of my alley bear. She's only 5, 11, 11, and she's going to be going to school this year. My Aubrey bear, she's only 4. She'll be 4 July 2nd. And my daughter-in-law, Ashley, she's a teacher. This law affects her. It affects my grandchildren. It affects your grandchildren. It affects your children. I know someone who has a daughter that's a teacher also. And it does not escape my mind because I have no doubt that every time there's a shooting at a school, that's his first instinct. Is his daughter okay? And I have no doubt in my mind that in his daughter's mind, she gets scared. It takes a little bit of her security away. And then you see people conditioning other people. Oh, you can't fall for these laws. And then there was this woman, you feel for Miss Lucretia Hughes, she, she testified on behalf of the Republican Party and saying that we need more guns because I need to protect myself from the racist people. That's wounding. When you use wounding, psychological trauma to justify madness, it's based off emotion and not reason. Her reasoning is she doesn't wanna to go to 18 funerals of black children being killed. I don't blame her. There's less guns on the streets for people to kill those 18 black children or to any Hispanic children or any kids in the classroom or Elijah Gomez who died, a 15 year old boy going home to gun violence. And the person who shot him didn't even have a permit. 10% of this country will always break the law. 10, 333. 10% of this country will always defy the rules. The Lord even knew this. Why do you think he had to keep coming back? Because he knew 10% of the people that were saved out of Egypt. And he told Moses this. They started worshiping a calf because the real God didn't come out like they expected. Well, where is he? We're out here in the desert while you're up on Mount Sinai. What are you doing, Moses? So let's worship a gold calf and let's fornicate and let's break all the laws because when you are given too much freedom, this is what happens. When you constrict freedom, the opposite happens. 
When you have a healthy balance, body, mind, and soul with reason, with laws put in place, you have rational wisdom. But if you have vibration that is so low and doesn't know how to raise it, 444, how can you have reason play and wisdom put in place to understand to follow? Then you get Leviticus. Thou shalt not do this. Thou shalt not do that. Thou shalt not do this. Thou shalt not do that. Moses wrote Leviticus. Moses wrote New Numbers. Notice Moses wrote Deuteronomy. So let's keep this in, 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 in question here. But Moses didn't get to go to the promised land. He didn't get to go to Canaan. The Lord said no. The logic to this is you can't reason with a child nor an adult when they lean on their own understanding. That's why it's important to remain balanced. And within this case, 555, expect the unexpected. I pray that 10% of the country take back their rights again from people who are manipulating the system to get what they want. Because overall the country, 10% are not going to follow the law anyway. So why are we designing laws for 10% of the people and not 90%? Even in law with Jeremy Bentham, the greater good, greatest good is for the greatest number. That was his first view. And that pleasure, you know, for the greatest pleasure. But then you compare to the Romans in the Colosseum throwing Christians to the lions and blood sport and laughing and thinking it's funny to watch people fight a lion to survive. Or the bull, the riding with the bulls in Spain, you know, of a matador, you know, el toro, man before beast. That's low level pleasure. So if you get video games, and all the kids doing is shooting at real people, or shall we say fake people all day long, you're numbing them to compassion, a higher vibration and kindness of what the Lord teaches. Oh, it's just a game. Well, not to a child because you're conditioning this child to be desensitized so that they are coming out as killer mindset when they get to 18. They can't separate the reality from the truth or from the fiction. And when you go on message boards and you get into fights with people arguing over things that make no sense at all, or you'll see someone talking to you and then all of a sudden they will start adopting what you're saying to them to make it sound like as if this is what they believe but not what you believe, you know you're getting played. So you let them play themselves. There's no point in arguing to someone who chooses not to learn. So the Lord will step in and he's going to bring people to keep coming back to plead 
the, uh, the common sense. That's why Jesus had to come. Because there were so many laws put in place. No one could follow them. They were constricted. Too constricting, too much freedom. Therefore, you have to have that happy balance. That's why when Jesus comes, he provides that wisdom for the rest of the world. But what happened was you had people that were at such a low vibration and not understanding how to evolve consciousness to what Christ was teaching and saying. They used his name. They used his laws. They used the Lord to control and manipulate people and we're doing it to this day. That's why he wants you to use your intuition and listen to him. Those people are not in Washington, D.C. because of being Democrats. They're in Washington, D.C. because they've had enough and they're tired of burying their kids. If we don't do something now, in the next 10 years, we're going to have the biggest mental health crisis in the United States. Self-inflicted by our own doing for not paying attention to the red flags. This 11-year-old is stoic. The father says she's not my baby anymore. Well, no, because she saw someone murdered. She was subjected to horror at 11 years old to survive. She won't ever be the same again. That's Washington's fault. That's the politician's fault. You don't get used to a law that makes no sense. You change it. If we got used to every single law that was out there, there'd still be slavery on the books. In Texas, it's still on the books. Or should I say segregation? It's still the same thing. When you separate classes, you get class warfare. When you separate people into the most poorest parts of the towns compared to the high wealthy places, you're building up a resentment and an anger. You're also taking away the haves from the have-nots. You're putting in Oh, well, I don't have to worry about this because I got this, 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 this. I got the privileges, 111. Then you got this other person who works their fingers to the bone just to put money and food on the table for their families. And it doesn't come easy for them. They only have the Lord to rely on. And you know why he listens to them? Because he knows they're doing it because they love him. They're thankful for the next day. They're thankful for the next miracle. But now we can teach them to be their own miracle and they can manifest the things and the dreams they want. We can teach children to heal through energy and through animals from nature. That little girl should be out in parks now and let nature take its course. She's going to see so many butterflies because she's transforming. So many. She's going to see dragonflies because she's going to be guided to live life to the fullest and be living every single day that counts because she was guaranteed a new life. She's reborn, 22-22. And her testimony is going to affect people.
people in this country because it's the first time they're being faced with a child's voice speaking truth to power. And those that can fall on deaf ears at that, then you know exactly who they're serving. Wisdom is for everyone. It's for everyone. But you cannot evolve if you stay stuck. And right now we have parties that are so intent to not listening. But the only right answer now is to protect kids. And you can't protect kids with weak gun laws. You can't. Even the Lord wanted Elijah's name to be memory known. 333. Confirmation from Skittles. What does the Lord say about children in the Bible? Let's talk about it. Harm to children in Scripture. Right here. Bible verses about those who harm children. That's not the person who just picks up the gun. That's the person who sells the gun. That's the person who makes the laws easier for this person to kill the children. And then that is for the person who sits on their moral on their on their laurels and on and, and ignores their conscience and chooses to do nothing for these children. You can't say that you are pro-life and not be for safer laws for children. 444. You cannot say that you're pro-life and not want to support the children that are in foster care. If you're pro-life and you love life to the fullest, you will be doing laws that make people safe so they can enjoy their lives in a normal way and not feel like they're always on a battlefield. The children in Iraq who dealt with shrapnel, IEDs, losing half their cheeks shot out. They're facing that reality every day. And America doesn't give it one two thought. There are consequences to our choices. And that's why it is important for us to be mindful, and especially through, through scripture. Matthew 18, 6. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a milestone, millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. The Lord is saying right here, 555, expect the, unex the unexpected. When a child, an innocent child prays for mommy and daddy, when an innocent child prays to go to school and be safe, at the same time, no guns to come. When an innocent child prays that they just want to be who they are and they were born in the wrong body and please help them. When an innocent child plays, please, I don't want to die of cancer. Please, please, can you help us where we live? 
When an innocent child cries at night and says, please, I'm scared of the water because of the hurricanes and the things, Lord, please help us in our homes. Help with climate change. And please, Lord, please, I beg of you, not one more shooting. Not one more shooting. Sex trafficking victims. Please, Lord, help me be free. Help me survive this. To a sexual abuse survivor. Please, Lord, help me forgive mommy and daddy. Forgive uncle, aunt, teacher, pastor. So it goes beyond the first instinct of someone harming someone because it's the whole lot if we're not paying attention to it. And that mental illness develops from these traumas. But we can heal, help help these children by giving them the security that they deserve. Norman Rockwell was about the four freedoms. We don't have any of them. Romans 12, 19, dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. And he will. Deuteronomy 32, 35, to me belongeth vengeance and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time, for the day of their calamity is at hand. And at these things that shall come upon them, make haste. I can tell you right now, those lawmakers do nothing to help that little girl after her plea. That's when you give it to God. Because he's judging now. He's judging. Matthew 25. 40, and the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Deuteronomy 18, 9-13, When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. Those nations, there we go. You don't go backwards. The Lord comes down to teach the wisdom. We don't go back. We evolve. We move forward. We have enlightenment. We have illumination. We have thought and conscience. We have wisdom. We know it's wrong to have slavery. We know it's wrong to have segregation. We know it's wrong to not have seatbelts in cars. We know it's wrong to be drinking and driving. We know it's wrong to text and drive. We know it's wrong to not protect children. We know. And then when people say, oh, but we can't do anything about it. My hands are tied because they want to get reelected. It's time to vote them out. Zero, zero, zero. Gemini energy. Magician energy. Manifest that. And you shall have it. Because nothing is more powerful than innocent prayer to the Lord. He's listening and he sees it. He sees even through those who are keeping their ears closed 
and their eyes shut because that third eye says everything. Those who aren't awakened, let them sleep. You are awake. You know what to do. But not all new nonprofits are going to help these children in the state of Texas when we have no leadership. Texas is the narrative. It has to change here first before it can change everywhere else. And that's up to you. So I implore you to vote. The Lord says free the people. It takes wisdom. It takes 111. It takes new beginnings. It takes common sense. None of those laws inflict on people's rights. None of them. Just greed. All it does is it stops greed and keeps hands out of people who should not have them. It makes it safer for police officers. If you're married to a police officer, it makes it easier for them to do their job and you have better chances of your husband and your wife coming home at night. It makes it easier for a black man to go down a street and not be gunned down for the color of his skin. Makes it easier for people to go to church and not have to worry about someone open firing on the congregation in the house of the Lord. And it makes it a lot easier so that a 18 year old does not get their hands on an assault rifle for his birthday without doing background checks. Two, two, two. John 3, 16, 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Everyone who believes in Christ, everyone who believes in the Lord, everyone who believes in Allah, everyone who believes in Buddha, will have everlasting life. Everyone who's awakened and has raised their consciousness with the wisdom, they'll have everlasting life. But heaven has many rooms and those will be decided by your level or your vibration. That is the truth. And those that are also at a lower vibration are doomed to repeat, possibly, the next lifetime. Or they perish completely. 33-33. Only God has that choice. But when we do nothing, we're not helping these children. You can't blame the shooter forever because these parents don't. They blame Congress. They blame lawmakers for doing nothing. They blame the gun manufacturers. They blame those who sold the gun to an 18-year-old. That's like giving keys to a kid who is driving under the influence. Knowing he's going to drive while drunk. 
Yet a child can't get a beard till 21, but they can get an assault rifle. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. They should have training for such a weapon because the military has training for such a weapon. They should have training because the police academy have to have training for such weapons. 444. We have the right to go bear arms to protect our home, our castle doctrine. We have the right to bear arms to go hunting. We have the right to bear arms, you know, to go target shooting. But if you're going to parade an assault rifle like it's like the American dream and it is the Christmas calling card and so forth, you're just being an ass. That's just simple common sense. And you're just showing off your insecurity because a high vibrational person will see that for what it is. So it's important for us to use discernment at this time. Someone's name is Tom. Someone's name is Jerry. Someone's last name is Butler. Someone's name. Someone's from Holland. Someone's name is Joe. Someone's name is Stevie. Someone's name is Ivy. Someone's name is Neil. Someone's Sagittarius. There you stood on the edge of your feather. Some of you might be seeing feathers at this time. There are messages from your angels. Please pay attention to them. Meditate. Let the answers come to you. While expecting to fly, I laughed. I wondered whether I could wave goodbye knowing that you'd gone. By the summer, it was healing. We had said goodbye. All the years we'd spent with feeling ended with a cry. Babe, ended with a cry. Babe, ended with a cry. Sagittarius energy. I tried so hard to stand as I stumbled and fell to the ground. So hard to laugh as I fumbled and reached for the love I found knowing it was gone. If I ever lived without you, now you know I'll die. If I ever said I loved you, now you know I'd try. Butterfly for transformation. You're going to see butterflies. Someone's name is Eric. Someone's name is Carmen. Someone's name is Elton. Elton John. Something's going on with Elton John right now. He's, he, he's getting a deal. Yeah, I'm getting uh, Purvis. I'm getting that name. I'm getting Brian. I'm getting Eddie. And I'm getting Holland. Someone's from Holland. Someone wants to go to Holland. Someone's Dutch. Wants to go Dutch. So I'm getting these messages right now. And uh, railroad. Somebody has a railroad job, works with trains, but I really am getting though something icky is about to happen with the railroad commission 
Crossing Dallas Railroad, Burke. Someone's last name is Burke. Eagles energy, spirit has got your back. Someone's name is Don, someone's name is Glenn. Wheel changing, Pisces energy. Someone plays piano. Someone's from Boston. Someone's name is Ed. Shalimar. Someone's name is Kevin. Blue energy, you might be getting blue energy. Someone's in the military. I do pray that this does help people evolve because we need it too. Praying for Elijah. This, this, uh, this, this, this podcast took a turn. That's the power of the Lord, though. Doesn't matter. Elijah was always on the book. But the dear Elijah died just a day ago. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, someone's a captain. Captain, military, boat. Someone is uh, named Wayne. I was getting Wichita Lyman by Glenn Campbell. So someone works on telephone lines. Uh, poles, getting poles. Poll workers, politicians. And I was getting something else too. 222. Two, two. Libra energy. Um, we talked about the strawberry moon. Oh my gosh. Book of Joel. Someone's name is Billy. My ex-husband's name was Bill. Or is Bill. But that's not who this person that I'm channeling is. There was a guy that I dated right after uh, it was two years. It was the summer of 2017. It was five years ago. He was a southern guy. Claimed to have a lot of money, you know, 111. Ole Miss went to Ole Miss. Claimed to at least. Big golfer. And he just was so intrigued by me that he wanted to go and meet me, you know? And I was being, you know, thinking old fashioned. Okay, I'll just have him pick me up at my house. Should be no problem with that. And then he came to my door and I looked at him for the longest time and he had this major overbite. Now I know, now I know he was wearing false teeth. I didn't know at the time, but now I do. And I looked at him for the longest time and he just loved to gamble. He just wanted to go to a machine and gamble. Go to a machine and gamble. He bought me a cheap breakfast in a little mini casino close to where he lives. He had a truck. And then he put the moves on me, taking me back to his house for a moment. 
222. And I felt trapped with this guy. Because I didn't know how I was supposed to behave. It was definitely in over my head. There was an attraction, but there was something weird about it. And when I got home, I felt awful from the experience. It wasn't even a, um, it just felt low, okay? It was a sexual encounter, but it was low. But it wasn't, it wasn't a major encounter, if, I, if, I, if I'm catching your, what? It wasn't a penetration, that's how I would put it that way, okay? The point is, and I feel me to be getting graphic with this, but the point I'm trying to say is that when I got home, after he took me home, because I asked him to take me home before, 333, and he refused. He manipulated me and kept manipulating and manipulating and manipulating. And he took me home after the act because I finally wanted to go and I wanted to get away from him. And when I went home, I found bruises on my body, on my shoulders. I couldn't take photographs of my shoulders or my, my upper part of my body because I had the indentation bruises that where he manhandled me. And I called, when he called me up, because he said he had a great time on our, you know, encounter, I was appalled. Because he was abusive. He didn't realize, he didn't think he was being abusive. I said, you put bruises on me. Uh, that was an accident. No. If you have to put bruises on a female, you're too aggressive. There's something dark going on in your head, 44-44. It's not healthy. And if you have to put bruises on a man, that you have to have them that much, that you'll put bruises on somebody, that's not love and it's not healthy. It's possession, obsession. So I now know who that man is. And I cried for days. And I prayed to God and I said to the Lord, I says, keep that person away from me forever. Because he's not, he was not who he was. He wasn't legit. He was wearing partial fake teeth and a disguise to stalk my house, to stalk me. A serial dater, a player. Then he pretended to be another person. Trying to get me to date him as another person. I didn't know it at the time, but I got creeped out because this other person was into bondage and to the leather lifestyle and the sub-dominant type culture. He says, I'm not gonna be submissive to you. I'll confirmation to Skittles. I said to him, I don't care if you give me a five carat diamond ring. 
I'll treat you like a queen. You've had this contract with me. Are you crazy? So I told him about the encounter I had with the last person who put bruises on me. Not knowing it was the same person I was on the phone with. The reason I'm going to this level right now is because it's very easy to get fooled on internet dating, even in person. That's why you have to raise your vibration. Confirmation from Skittles. You have to raise your vibration to know and use discernment because you don't know who you're talking to. That's when you give it to God. So just because someone looks legit, just because someone claims to have money, just because someone claims to be of a, of a, of a healthy caliber who loves to play practical jokes on people, it's not always funny. Women become more empowered when you know your self-worth and that someone can't manipulate you. At that time, I didn't know that because I never really dated. I only dated my ex-husband and two guys. My total handful of men that I've been with is no more, is less than 17. That's the truth. And every one of those experiences was trauma-induced. They weren't healthy relationships because my vibration was too low. That's when you know you have to go in and do energy healing. And we can do that now with children of child trauma. Instead of getting depressed, falling into that trap, because nothing pleases a predator more than knowing they have power over you. When you release that power, they're on their own. They can't manipulate you anymore. So don't let politicians do that who just want to get reelected. If you're 18, vote. And if you don't know which way to go, do it for those children because the Lord's watching. Elijah's name wouldn't come up for no reason at all. He matters to the Lord. That's why he got people are talking about him. Just as Mia. A name that I would hear many times. Who had to go in front of Congress. We can stop this. We can't stop every shooting because everyone has free will, but you can put a block on how many are per year. You can put a block and make children feel like there's something proactive that the government can finally step in. The states don't have the right. If they're not protecting their people, that's when the government steps in. And 90% of the country wants this to happen. Because 10% don't get it. They're gonna keep breaking the laws. 
So why should we make it easier for them to do? That's where reason and wisdom comes from it. I'm constricting without reason, giving too much freedom without reason. That's the problem. That's why God keeps coming back. And why Jesus says, I'm not saying anything against the prophets. Mm -mm. Because he came before, came before, and came before. But what he is saying is the end to the old destruction. An end to the old. Because the one true comes down from the heavens, 111, and brings those new beginnings. And the, the, the true one is going to show compassion and kindness to all, but mostly to these children. Because nothing angers the Lord more than when you do harm to a baby. And most of the time, people don't realize they're harming anyone because their vibration is so low. They can't see it because they weren't taught it. And that's why pain and tragedy comes into play. That's going to wrap it all up for us for today. Um, we thank you for joining our podcast. If you'd like to donate to our channel, we're not taking donations at this time. Um, we will in the future because we want to build a program that's up to helping children dealing with child trauma. We've been talking about that. And we also um, want to expand the channel in travel so that we can go different places to get more information 222 and help with this journey on your enlightenment so it's not just in one place because this world's a big place and there's a lot of people that do need help and there's a lot of people that are awakening and more importantly that's what the lord wants you to focus on right now is your discernment and just listening to the voice of a child that's the important, keeping that baby safe. That's, if anything, that's what counts the most right now at this point. We can make that progress if we do that act. Okay. Thank you, Anchor, for hosting our podcast. We truly appreciate it. God bless, love and light, and take care.